Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. When your coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced, it's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com. Are we soft opening this week? We're doing it. We're going to soft open. <laughs> I hate Just soft opening. Just to make Tim angry. God. Oh, I turned my camera off. It, it, God. That's how much you made me do. Look what you made me do. God damn it, Kevin. Well, welcome to episode 100. Now we were just like getting warmed up. Damn. Well, all right. We'll give it. Keep going. You good? You good? I'm good. I'm great. <laughs> what a weird open. God, this is so strange. I love doing this to you because they love it, the listeners, and you hate it. And that's all that <laughs> that's just that is Chase, you don't understand. That's Tim's relationship with his community is me egging them on mm. to things that drive him crazy. Constantly. Who doesn't love Constantly. to watch Tim squirm? I get it. It's absolutely <laughs> it's the it's the, bad. the the new thing is that his shirts are too small for him. That's the new thing. I'm oh, really no. enjoying where this is going. <laughs> yeah, they constantly tell me that I steal my son's clothes. <gasps> oh. After the conversation we had so before good. this, I feel for you. <laughs> yeah, right? Is it so rude? <laughs> it's so good. That and then when you do leg day and they're like, look at Tim's chicken legs when he goes to the bathroom oh and my stuff. God. Oh, my God. It makes him irate. <laughs> Oh my god. It's all bait. They just it, <laughs> it is. is. It's it's bait. all bait. <laughs> well, welcome to episode 136 of Star Wars and Scotch. Our buddy Chase is back with us. Hey yes. back Jake Gay Jedi. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Like honestly, hanging out with you guys is one of my favorite gigs in Yay. when it comes to podcasting. And I really don't say yes to a lot of them because I don't necessarily love getting on a podcast, but you guys are always <laughs> that immediate. Yes. So I'm so happy to be here and thank you for having me. Look love at us. it. Love it. Love it. I know. And I know GCX prize in the cards this year, but next year I'm hoping you can join us for star Wars and scotch panel. Yes. Um, yeah. Be a part of that. On that note, folks, GCX is right around the corner. Get your hotel room because on July 11th, the hotel rooms go out to the public and if they sell out, they sell out, and then you can't stay on site. And that's going to be a bummer. Trust me. So gcxevent.com, uh, you get your tickets, you get your hotel. But that July 11th date is very poignant because once mm -hmm. they go out to the public, we have no control over it anymore. Right now, we have our block, which, Tim, the good news is we've had to uh, add rooms to the block in the past week. Ooh, good. That's Fantastic. Awesome. Good job, Kevin. Mm -hmm. People are listening, but a uh, great announcement coming at the end of this week uh, for a partner that all of you know and love and has been a part of GCX for many years. We'll be announcing what they're doing this year. Take that information and do with it what you will. And of course, Star Wars right. and Scotch will be live from GCX. It'll be me. It'll be Tim and our good friends, Alex and Molly from Star Wars Explained will be joining us again. Uh, we might have one or two surprises on that panel, but for now, that's all we're giving you. You got Mark Hamill. Kevin, <laughs> he, Chate, you don't understand the Mark <laughs> Hamill drama for years. People will say, Mark, you should come to GCX. It's for a good cause. You know, they help St. Jude and all this stuff. And he likes the tweet every time. Oh my That's gosh. It. Every time. Oh, That's it. No, it's only That's a matter of time then. Like when it'll happen, it'll happen. I think we're just slowly chiseling away at him. <laughs> please, Mark, please. Just once. That's all I need. Just once to 100%. hang out. FaceTime. What if we just like put him up like on an iPad? Yeah, I will even a pre-recorded message, anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anything. Mark, please. For the kids at St. Jude, we'll make some sort of donation incentive. There you go, Absolutely. Kevin. Use the kids. Good. Use the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> 
Uh, and uh, it is not the morning, it's the evening. And normally we're drinking scotch, but I have to go crush a workout, so we're not drinking. Are you drinking scotch, Tim? Yeah, well, it's whiskey. It's Canadian whiskey, so it's Crown. It was vanilla Crown and Zevia uh, creamy root beer. It's really good. Oh, that does okay. sound really good. Yeah, it's desserty. You know? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, but for the mornings when you wake up, am I the only one drinking? That? I look like an alcoholic. No, I have, I have it. No, I have a tequila oh, thank God. with a lot of ice in it. So okay, good. <laughs> Here, Jeez. I'll just keep the bottle next to me. So I look oh, thank like God. now you look like the there alcoholic. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. All right, there you go. So the bottle will just remain <laughs> there for the rest of the show, so everyone knows. <laughs> this is why we should have a whiskey sponsor or a, a scotch sponsor. Look, you guys haven't had a scotch sponsor yet. No. Okay. We talked to one company. Has and that to was happen. It. Oh. We have good, we have good traction. Yes, yeah, you guys we have good absolutely. analytics. Oh, yeah. So if you're out there, it's rough out there, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah honestly, we had but someone I... introduce us via Twitter to somebody, but they never answered me. And then another person with a smaller company had a chat with us, but they didn't answer after we gave them our rates. So, oh, fair. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, good thing that you guys didn't compromise your rates. No. Yeah. yeah you shouldn't. We know our value. That's uh-huh. right. Damn yeah. right we do. <laughs> and it's not that much so if you're interested let's <laughs> we're really really it is attainable 100 <laughs> yeah. attainable uh but on that note uh when we're uh doing the show in the mornings it's uh king's coast that uh keeps us awake we just dropped summer swells so make sure you go grab your summer swells uh it is the seasonal roast uh that'll take us right into the fall uh but it's 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 a new blend so go oh. check out what you said the f word you said fall <laughs> where is the year going it's got it's july and like four i know days, what happened i have no idea I where did believe. it all go yeah, yeah. my That's, partner keeps oh. getting mad at me because i keep mentioning that summer is basically over which it's like That's absolutely not but it feels like it, it feels is. like it right we're yeah. already talking it's about funny, fall because the first day of summer was only two weeks ago but like you said it's basically over how yeah. soon until we see christmas decorations in the stores that's all that i'm saying fourth of, july, seeing... fourth of july is already uh, is pretty much over that means it's time for thanksgiving oh, Univ- disney's right? selling isn't that halloween, <laughs> disney's so selling halloween tickets universal's oh, yeah. announcing all of their houses for halloween horror nights um what, what's the theme for this year it's um Oh, it's something. It was something good too. It made They're sense. doing a Last of Us. I think is one of the bigger houses. That's what it was. It was Last of Us. Last of Us is that rumors? Is that Stranger Things four with Vecna? Well, Stranger There's Things rumors. was last year too, right? It was. I think it's two, two years, ago. years ago. Two years. Yeah. I Horror Nights is like one of my things. Like I will be there this year. I'm so excited. I was there last year. It's. I've never. Amazing. I've only gone once. We did. Oh we we did. Let's go for Last of Us. Too. We did Halloween Horror Nights, and then we did Hollow Scream at Bush Gardens once. That was Wait, fun. Oh, pause fun. conversation because I want to keep talking about this. Kingscoastcoffee.com. Go get Summer Swells. Kingscoastcoffee.com. Yeah. Great. Sorry, guys. Tim, we should go Phew. this year for Last of Us. Yeah. We could vlog it and put it. You could do it for your, your channel. Oh yeah, that's that oh, that's really awesome. that's really good content, Kevin. Yes, that's a write off. So fun. Chase, let me take you through this. Tim in a haunted house doesn't react to anything. I don't. Oh, really? it's, it's actually really funny because it's just like it doesn't scare me. Hmm. He, he'll walk out and be like, that was fun. I had a lot of fun. I'm like, are you? So are you just you like taking in, like the set design? What do you look like? What do you what are you like absorbing when you're going through the house? Yeah, I'm looking at the decorations and stuff. I'm looking at like, <laughs> I'm yeah, I really am. I'm looking at how like I'm looking at the haunted house itself. Right. Like I'm okay. Experiencing the rooms, but like the actual like jump scares, they really don't bother me. My family was an annual pass holder family. Like we had like the whole family package growing up. So like because it was really cheap, um, and so like we we didn't get to do Disney World. We got to do Universal. Mm. Like like that's how we grew up. Like we always felt like that, that was like that's where all the people who didn't have money went. Like they went to Universal <laughs> Studios. Um. Uh, so, but like yeah, Dueling Dragons was like probably like my favorite roller coaster. Oh my god! Ever. Yeah. Yep. It's such a great roller coaster. It is. I think I I can't remember the last time I was on it, but I would love if they did a theme for that. A maze for that would be so cool. The Harry Potter one is the same thing. They didn't really change it. They're gonna do they're gonna do high fantasy. I can totally see you recording it. Okay, cool. Just cut that out. Uh if they're gonna do high fantasy, we'll just pick it up from here and let them splice it. Um they should totally 
do Game of Thrones, just do like North of the Wall, White Walkers, full snow, blood, sacrifices. That'd be pretty fun. That'd if you're going to go high fantasy, you may as well like go for it. Or you could do the, the Battle of Winterfell at night. And, you know, we're in a scenario where it makes sense that people actually can't see. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I watched it and couldn't see it that night because I was on streaming. Uh, so I was one of the many people who was like, I hated it. It sucked. And then I went back and watched oh. it when it was compressed correctly. And it was that is so odd that that happened. What a moment in pop culture history. It was very strange. <laughs> it just added fuel to the dumpster fire that was season eight at that point. So yes, yes, it did. Is what it is. <laughs> um, but you you have a horror podcast, don't you? I do, yeah. Right now, we're kind of like really focused on Buffy. I'm watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer for my first time. Ooh, WB, Sarah Michelle Your Geller. first time? Yes. I've never seen it. I've wow, never seen I it. grew I up watching that. So, I could, Angel's, Angel's my favorite. Okay, I love Dude, Angel's so much. My co-host like, is so good. I cannot wait to watch it. I'm like so excited. So I'm only on season two, and I like don't know anything that happens. Like yeah. It's just never been in my circle, so I've never gotten a spoiler or anything. So it's kind of like a fun place to be in. The my co-host is like a huge Buffy fan, so they're like walking me through it, and it's it's fun. It's really really good time. That's oh dope. That's I had really the really cool. Crush on Sarah Michelle Geller because oh, of that 100%, show. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And then you find out that that when they were playing Scooby Doo, when he was when Freddie Prince Jr. was there, like yeah. they were they were actually married. I thought that was really cool. I love that. And it it's just like my favorite. It goes to show you that she likes nerds. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. That's definitely. <laughs> Freddie likes pro wrestling. I mean, that's like nerd <laughs> of itself. He worked for WWE. He was a writer. I didn't know that. Really? He was a writer and he was an, act, an acting coach when they do their promos and stuff. Whoa, that's cool. Yep. Yeah. So huh. he's, he's like uber nerd. And then the Star Wars and the what's his stuff called? Gek something. I can't remember. Geghead. Geghead is his. Oh, like yeah. I don't know. Nerd much about production. That. Yeah. yeah. They tried his D&D. They tried streaming on Facebook for a little bit. That didn't really do well for him. It never just got traction with with it, that whole crew. I don't know why, but no. it never did. But I watched one of their Star Wars D&D campaigns that they did, which is what interested. Remember a few years ago, Tim, when I was like, we should do one with Robert. Yeah. Uh-huh. I still want to. Came from that. Yeah. Here's the problem, Chase, is I'm so conditioned after making content, and Tim's the same way for so many years, that everything if it doesn't have ROI, I have trouble justifying why I want to do it. And yeah. even Paul, our producer, has been talking to me like, just play D&D without an audience. You might I actually. Know. <laughs> so... I know. It's hard. I, 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 like, I was about to. Okay, so I've never seen Game of Thrones. And I okay. was going to watch Game of Thrones um, like a couple months ago. I was like, and I was like, okay, let me just do the thing and watch Game of Thrones. And um, I was like, well, maybe I'll like make content out of it. And then my friend was like, Chase, you need to sit down and just watch, watch Game, Game of Thrones. Game. Like, just yep. watch it. Don't make content for it. Just enjoy it. And then I never did it. So I don't know what that says about me and my, like I said, <laughs> like that brain rot of making content online. But yeah. You, you have to have hobbies. You have to like, yeah. I told everyone, I was like, I'm going to come back and stream Survivor. I'm, you know, I want to share that experience with you all. And I sat down on the couch because I was on vacation. That was the weekend I took my daughter to Disney for her birthday. Yeah. Sat down on the couch on Monday when I got back and I fired it up. And I was like, nope, this is for me. I'm going to sit here I and play that. this by myself. Yep. So yep. I'm glad you did that. Yep. I did. I did. And I was texting Tim the entire time. Every time I got to a moment and I was like, oh, my gosh, which I saw on your YouTube, you were. Oh, that was like your jam. Yeah, it was like it was definitely my favorite. I think it's one of my favorite, like top three Star Wars stories in general. I like okay, all right. everything about it. Can we talk? Can we like can we dive yeah. just dive into that then? Yes, yes, perfect. Go in the deep end. So, how do you feel? Because because I agree. I think it was an amazing story. I really enjoy Kel's journey. My problem is, how do you feel about the Zepho storyline that they started building in the first game getting ripped completely out of existence? In the Before you game? answer, let me add context to this. So I said this when we reviewed it, and then we had Darth Chaco on, and mm -hmm. we brought this up with Chaco, and Chaco agreed with us as well. I feel like they were telling the Zepho story, and then because of the marketing push from the High Republic mm -hmm. stuff, somebody was like, no, can we change it to be High Republic? And that's how we ended up with the story that we have. It's not bad. Mm -hmm. I didn't dislike it. 
but it also felt like it was like take thing out and put thing in so love to hear what you think yeah honestly i the way i mean i could absolutely see that being the case first and foremost like i wouldn't be surprised if that was the case it makes a lot of sense but the way i i never thought about it in that way when i started playing through it the first thing i thought once the higher public came up and like once we saw like kind of like the woo-woo side of the forest and more like you know like all like the gold and all like the the i think royalty that the zepho had like in the higher public had i kind of just saw it as like one of those like it's star wars it rhymes moments so like i'm was more like oh this is a sequel to fallen order and like the higher public is kind of like rhyming with the zepho so i didn't mm. really see it as like but i think that yeah i mean from a marketing perspective i could totally see them doing that and i also could see it being really frustrating i mean not like you know what i mean just like kind of like annoying um for people who wanted more like zepho vibes but for me, I guess I just was never really that invested in the Zepho. I thought it was like a really cool story and like really like I've, I've always wanted to learn more about them, but I wasn't looking for that in the second game. And so when we started getting higher public stuff, I was like, oh, it's just a great rhyme to like like major institutions around the forest type of a thing. I think my, my issue is, is that they put so much focus on it in the first one, whereas mm -hmm. like the, the main the main story is all about this this person who had this traumatic event and is trying to work through these problems and seek freedom. Like that's essentially it. Like that's Kel's yeah. story. It's, it is like every other like heroic Jedi that we've really met is like, they've yeah. had this like really bad issue. They want to be, they want to get better and connected with the force and do good. It's really it. And, but then you introduce this brand new thing that we've never heard of before. And like, I think that's, I think that's my biggest problem with it is like, they put so much emphasis on the Zepho and everything regarding them. And then mm -hmm. like, just cold Turkey. Yeah. And then even in like yeah. Cordova is just like, I just I, trail went cold. I gave up. It's like, yeah, what do you mean? I will say How when you bring you up Cordova, up yes, yes. That actually, it, that is a great, it point just, it felt like it was so jarring. It was yeah. like, we get to court like they even tease you a couple times like there's like zepho like artifacts that kind of like spread around You're like oh we're gonna get there yeah. and then cordova shows up like yes he's not dead that's yeah. awesome and then we were like zepho time gave up on him <laughs> like well, what do you mean how could you just give up on well, this thing that you apparently were out in the cosmos hunting for maybe they'll bring it back in the third one that they haven't confirmed that's gonna well, happen so i think to piggyback off what kevin is saying is i think what lucas did when they introduced that entire timeline i think what they're gonna do is they're gonna take the zepho and they're gonna put them at the dawn of the jedi oh. i think that is where it's gonna tie in and so it's gonna be like dawn of jedi new uh we'll get old republic high republic and then you'll get to the video game you're like oh that's cool it ties back in over here yeah 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 yeah. so i think i think it, it's really it really was a marketing thing because even this the stuff that they did with the high republic it was so flashy it, it had it had no context to it there was no meat to it It was just like high republic the storm came they didn't even say nihil they were just yeah, like they said the storm yeah yeah or like pirates showed up and then yeah. you, you have to you have to go find the the crash ship hurt. to actually see that it says nihil you know yeah, it's like it was hurt. a lot of just like little flashy things that happened um my other big gripe with the game and it's like really just nitpicky but from a storytelling perspective this this out this far outlying outpost that's out there in the middle of the outer rim even past it has all this technology that we never took back to the the Jedi Order or back to the the core worlds like this uh the what was the particle called the um Kobo particle I think the Kobo particle yeah. where they was just like you could make doors out of it or you could make bridges out of it and it was just like all of this like really cool technology and materials that why didn't it make its way back to the Republic what happened to it why did yeah. it just stay there? You know, it's like, so like, there's just like little bits and pieces where I felt like the High Republic really got shoved in there mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it had to hit a marketing beat. Yeah. That's really yeah. my only, that's like my biggest gripe is I feel like the High Republic was, was kind of just kind of pooped on because like even, even the bad guy that we all were, they were building up is like, this is going to be all High Republic. He gets taken out halfway through. He's yeah. not even, he's not even truly the main antagonist right right he was kind of just like a vehicle to kind of get us to another point yeah. so it was like a lot of like all these marketing beats that kind of was just like high republic this high republic that but then we really got no we didn't dive into it and yeah. i think from a storytelling perspective it's weird that you do all this stuff instead of really focusing on kel's story 
Whereas mm-hmm. like, I felt like Kel kind of like had to take the back seat while they're trying to do all this high Republic stuff. Yeah. And I feel like he could have gotten a deeper story. Yeah. Because I definitely... the book didn't make sense. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 that's fine. I was just going to say, I agree with the, I think the first and foremost, I think the book could have done a, a I wish the book was much more of a bridge between the video games. Um, yeah, it I definitely agree. felt like you didn't have to read it, which is fine. But like, I was looking for that, especially when we're like doing a band gets back together sort of vibe for the, the, the game. Um, but I don't, I think, I, I definitely agree with like the the higher public stuff kind of seemed like a shallow framework imposed onto a story that was like kind of fle- more fleshed out than the higher public stuff was on top of that. Um, I, I think I just I make a lot of excuses. You know what I mean? I'm one of those fans who's like, <laughs> just like when like when it's like, you know, they didn't bring back like Kobo particles or certain technology, like in my fan brain, I'm like, well, it's just because it was very far away and the Jedi just abandoned it. And that speaks That's to how my chat said, how, yeah, they're <laughs> like, that just speaks to like how far away they're like, no, let's just yeah. get rid of this planet. Let's just forget anything ever happened and just start building in like the core, the core world. Um, and then like with Dagan, I think. I think he was just, I think the marketing did implicate that he was going to be a much bigger deal. Even yeah. when like that boss happened, I thought the game, I was like, is the game over? I was like, cause honestly, I didn't like <laughs> this game very much. I think it's just going to end here, but the force fight was fucking sick. That force yeah. fight was everything. And I think that he does provide like a nice foil for Cal just in terms of like obsession, because like this guy, like, wasn't really, he was like, he wasn't really, Dagan was sort of just like obsessed with Kobo, like and, and like yes. and like having this like ghost moon or whatever. I don't remember what they're called, but he's obsessed with this idea of like getting you know the Jedi Temple over on that. What is that planet called? It was the one that's inside the the yes the array. The, yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, so whatever. Talking about, yeah, that place. Yeah, the place like the whole game's about. Tan, we can't remember. Tan, <laughs> tan. Tanalor, Tanalor, Tanalor. Tanalor. Yes, nice. Okay, thank you. We got there. Like <laughs> he's obsessed with like. I, it's just kind of funny because I heard people being like not upset, but kind of like questioning why Dagan would be so obsessed with just like to the point, like to the point where he's like going to get his arm chopped off and go to the dark side. He's so yeah. not obsessed with just building a Jedi temple on Tantalor. But the fact that he's obsessed, like that obsessed over something that's relatively small compared to like things and people you can be attached to and all these other like bigger things. It kind of speaks to like Cal, I think in a very specific way where it's like, Cal's not really obsessed with one thing. He's just obsessed with like defeating the empire, which is like, it's a big thing, but it's actually like kind of vague. You know what I mean? It's like, there's not like one thing that's pushing him. He's like not in love with Padme and that's not pushing him to the dark side. He's not like, you know what I mean? So I kind of like them opposite each other in terms of they're just like obsessed and need to live a more like temperate, emotionally temperate life. So I think that kind of, I like them for that. But like I said, I make a lot of excuses when I play this game. Do you mean like there's some stories where I'm like, oh, sure, I'll take it. I'll totally take it. I'll just eat the little spoon in front of me and be like, I like it. (laughs) I I, I tweeted. I was like, this is going to be game of the year. I was like, I just I played even like the bugs and stuff and like the performance issues. Yeah, yeah, it it was rough. But like just from a storytelling perspective and then like you could tell what they were trying to take on. Like they were really trying to make like this Star Wars Red Dead Redemption kind of game. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was the vibe that I kept getting. And, like, now knowing that Ubisoft is really actually making a Star Wars Red Dead Redemption game, like, makes me super excited. Uh, but I'm sure we'll talk about that soon. Um, but, yeah, like, you I'm could definitely tell, like, what Respawn was trying to do with this game. And I think, like, they they really, I think they might have taken on a little bit more than they were, like, planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, overall, like, it was still, like, one of my top games this year. Yeah. It could also be the development time. It was only three years between the games, which is not that long in a development No, cycle. but I'm really surprised that we're going to have to wait all, like the same amount of time for the next one. Yeah, I know. I kind of thought they Which is a little close. disappointing. I was hoping it would be closer together. Yeah. I'm okay with it, as long as it, you know. And it's the end I'm of only the, getting the older, story. Kevin. <laughs> Kyler is going to be talking in like in perfect sentences and actually knowing how to play video games by the time the next one comes out. Well, perfect timing. It's terrifying. You You're already talking about him playing Outlaws, so oh, that game is going to be yeah. fun. Uh, now the question is: Does Outlaws come out first, or does Hunters come out first? I think Hunters is fake I at think- this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I I really think that it is. They've been boasting about this game for years, and yeah. um, they said 2023, and 2023 is halfway done. And it, so, unless it's coming out at night. holiday time, 2023. Yeah. My oldest daughter is. She's obsessed with Overwatch, so she's been. She's a huge Star Wars fan, so she's been waiting 
for this game oh, for no. a very long time. And she's like, I don't think it's going to come out, Dad. I was like, eh, it's gaming, so you might be right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm right there with her. Don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, st- I still don't know what's going to happen with Eclipse. I wonder if they're yeah. truly going to hold on to the 2028 release time. I just I'd, stop announcing games yeah, six, seven I know. years in the future. I just, I, know. I don't know, but they originally said it was going to come out this year. That's the crazy <laughs> oh, part, is no. that it was supposed to come out holiday 2023. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's the, not, not going to happen. The Bethesda, they it back that's the Bethesda years. thing. They're like, we're working on this game. Here's a quick view of the skyline. It'll be yeah. out in eight years. Yeah, Sky, yeah. yeah they did that with, uh, with Skyrim. They did a flyover of like Old one Scrolls town. Six. Everyone, oh, everyone is that was it. That was in 2019 or 20. Yeah. They said, 20, said 2018. Star and then Starfield was a, Starfield was the same thing. They just did a little pullout and they showed it. They showed a a, a, a base and that was it. Yeah, because Todd yeah. Howard was on the stage and he was like, you know, here's here's Elder Scrolls Six, and then it, it just panned over and had the logo and that was it. He's just smiling on the stage like you, and everybody true. was freaking out. And it's I was still like. like here, here's the thing is like i was i was just sitting there oh my god where are we going and everyone's like it's hammerfall it's hammerfall i figured it out we did the like the all the smart people on the internet that i just wait for them to figure it out uh <laughs> figured it out and it's hammerfall so now i know it's hammerfall so i'm like playing elder scrolls online or something i'm, in hammerfall. I'm like i will be in my mid-40s when this goddamn <laughs> game comes out <laughs> so but that's the thing is like we're still playing we're not going to stop playing like right no and you shouldn't absolutely i'm gonna die with a controller in my hand probably yeah (laughs) i love that i'm gonna be buried with my playstation yeah (laughs) probably (laughs) wouldn't shock me no like my gaming pc (laughs) (laughs) my coffin's like shaped as like a gaming console (laughs) that's the that's the other thing i would bury myself in a gamecube respectfully like I would just That'd put my ashes cool. in the game, like ashes like in the game. Urn. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I wasn't sure if you were like a, like a whole <laughs> coffin that was made to look like a GameCube, mm, and then no, put no. it on like make make your relatives put it on the mantle. Yeah, and like they're yours. like, oh, sick like old video game system. And oh, it's like, and oh, you that's boot it up. My... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you seen the Have you seen the TikTok of the '90s bedroom in the museum? No, no, but I need to. Okay, what? so when you look on, it's probably on Instagram where we consume, but yeah. It's a camera pan and it looks like a 90s bedroom. It says, wait till the end. And then as it pans across, everything typical 90 or 90s office, 90s office uh, pans out. It has that play mat that we all had with the roads on it. Mm-hmm. I saw this. And then it pans out and there it's behind glass and there's a label on it that says office from the 1990s. And I'm like, <gasps> and it talks about how this was a typical American, ha- like a typical American home office. And it was just like, oh, it, no. it, like yeah. Yeah. I went through this too when I lived in New York. I lived when I was in Queens. The video game museum is in Queens. It was like four blocks from my apartment. Uh-huh. And I went and I'm like, why are things that I played in a museum already? This no. Yeah, the, no! that desk, so the desk in that corner, I know for a fact my dad had that desk. Oh, oh. it hurts. Yeah. So look it up, Chase. It's I will. Yeah. It, I will. It's very depressing. But yeah. we could also look at it as technology is just evolving so quickly. So fast. That like we are blessed to be living in a time where we can go from like an N64 to like a Nintendo Switch. You know what I mean? We could balance right. between all these Hell, things. So that's a good I, that's a good thing. This I mean, like now, I mean, like this is a handheld computer. Yeah. It, that it's like crazy. literally I was playing yeah. Diablo on this the other day. Yeah. Like it's yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. And I was I told my wife this. I was like, this is a handheld gaming PC. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, hold it. See how light it is. And she was like, <laughs> she was expecting it to be really heavy. She's like, oh my gosh. That's wild. Crazy. Yeah. Having AI write emails for me like I did four times today. <laughs> nice, Kevin. Good for you. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah, I love just that. put it in my email. I go, make this look pretty or whatever to the AI. And then as long and I always say thank you afterwards. That's the key. So they yes. don't come after thank you. Thank your AI overlords. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> yes. And it always replies. It says, I'm not a person, but I appreciate your kindness or something to that effect. I'm like, just remember, log it's in the database. That's actually a scary response. I would, I'd rather them just say, "You're welcome." <laughs> yeah. It's a little, it's even smarter than I want it to be. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. But <laughs> and have you seen like the AI commercials that have been yes. made? Yes, yes. It hasn't figured eyes out yet, which is the funniest part. Have you watched uh, Secret Invasion? 
No. Not yet, no. Not yet. Okay, so when you watch Secret Invasion, the intro to Secret Invasion is made by AI. And Marvel came out and openly admitted that AI made their intro video for Secret Invasion. And you can How tell is it? over there. it's terrible. Oh, is it really? Oh, it looks horrible. Oh, no. Like, but like, but it's like it, they, it looks like concept art. Like it's mm. done in the artwork of concept art. So you're like, okay. Like you, you, if you, if you have an eye for AI art and you know what you're looking at, you're like, oh, that looks like shit. Mm-hmm. But if you were just kind of like just watching it, you're like, oh, that's nice. It's just it's just concept art. That's all it is. I know it's just one episode so far, but do you feel like there's like a thematic like relevance to a choice like that? Like, do you think they is? I like don't know. I've been trying know. to figure out why they yeah. would have gone with that direction. Yeah. Other than and like it's the either one. They're really trying to save money. Yeah, that was my yeah. fir- that was my first thought. It was like this is them trying to cut their budgets, and the first thing is you kick the people out and you have the AI do it. Ew. And something really easy that AI can do is just make really crappy generated videos, right? Um, right. with like really good prompts. So yeah, I think I, for my first thought was budget cuts. My second thought was yeah. experimental, and they wanted to see how people would react. That's yeah. really the only other thing. Those are yeah. my two ideas. Yeah, but my first one I think sticks a lot more. I think Marvel and Disney are trying to cut some budgets, and this oh, was like 100%. a cool experimental. Like no one's really gonna notice anyways, so let's just yeah. have the AI do it. Yeah, or they can always cover it up with that sort of like experimental vibe, where they're like, "Well, we're just trying to push the envelope mm-hmm. and test things out," and like exactly. That. And you just make the intern put all the names on it, and like easy oh, peasy. My God, <laughs> right, dude? So you crazy. actually zero like Disney yeah. makes positive on everything if you just have interns and ai do it yep. yeah <laughs> no, <not the> interns. <laughs> yeah yep. i mean if yep. i was bob Iger, that's what i would do <laughs> i will say um i've been listening to ai music lately which is like oh that's some cool I, stuff it's it's cool but it's crazy and like sometimes I'm like maybe i shouldn't be listening to this but i'm like but i really want to hear lana del rey cover this like song from the 1970s do you mean and then it's like she sings it i'm like damn like that sounds good even though it's not her so it's wild it's just crazy yeah hearing people's voices that are just being modulated by ais yeah pretty nuts (laughs) paul says that apparently it was a thematic thing apparently there's an interview on polygon about it oh okay yes we'll have to go check that out that's cool there we go i still think it's magic cuts we're gonna take a quick break (laughs) pay some bills we'll be right back uh, we're going to talk about the new Ray movie and uh, talk about some other stuff. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, uh, I did want to ask about one more thing, Chase, before we move on to the Ray movie. So you have the opportunity, very suddenly too, I remember, to go to the red carpet premiere for Willow. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'd love... Tell us about that, Lucas, and then 
you know, obviously the show didn't do so hot and I know yeah. you enjoyed it. Yeah. I personally, and this is not a shot at the show or anything. I got about six episodes in seven. I didn't finish it. I would have liked to finish it, but it wasn't hitting me the way I wanted it to. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. my biggest complaint. And I'm, I love the it. old Willow. One. Yeah. Now, yeah, now it's gone forever. So I, it, I will forever be stuck in that one point. I'm sure they'll bring it back at some point, but um, take it, take us through the journey. And you know, you're creating content around it. It was pretty, pretty awesome to see you like thrust into that role. And then I felt bad when they were like, eh, "Sorry, we're done." <laughs> That is, yes. Well, I appreciate the condolences. I had a, a, quite a few people who reached out to me when, when they took it off. And I was like, oh, first when they like canned it and then they took it <laughs> off, which was insult to injury. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I got invited to the Willow premiere, which is super exciting. And um, I didn't really know much about Willow. I didn't grow up watching Willow. Um, but I watched, I just got a little bit high one night and I got, I watched the original Willow. And I like found myself like, crying by the end of it and i was like so moved by it and i was like and there's so many points from like this movie is weird and like kind of not good but also kind of great at the same time yeah, and i just cool. loved the like written richness of that to like watch something that was like good but not good and like super serious but super funny like you know what i mean like it just i just found it weird and i liked that um and then when i watched the show the, well the premiere was a beautiful event i mean they threw a gorgeous event all i mean the cast is they're all hot and they're all like very stylish. So like they looked amazing. Um, it was also really, really cool to hear like John Kazan talk a little bit about the show and like approaching the show from his perspective, which was the first time he watched the movie is where he kind of really felt, he said, it was the first time I like, I felt like desire between people in a story and like just the themes of desire and like wanting and, and, and yearning and all that kind of stuff. And so with those two things, kind of going on in terms of my experience with watching the movie and then hearing Kazan talk about it. Um, the show really hit for me. I think that the show really did like a cool job of it, of like, there was a lot of like, there's a lot of sexuality in it. And there was a lot of like wanting and yearning for power. And there was just sort of like a lot of that, that Kazan was talking about. And there, again, there was sort of like some choices in the show that I didn't like love. And there's some choices in the show that I really did love. So I loved sort of like the, and it was also like very complicated, but very simple. And it was like high stake, but super like not serious. And I just, again, it kind of, to me, it really footed the bill in terms of like, or fit the bill, foot the bill. Is it fit or foot the bill? Foot. Foot. It really foot the bill because, um, because it, it did to me everything the movie did. Um, and that was as like a new viewer, but yeah, I don't know. I love the show. And I think it's, I think to be honest with you, I do think that like, Disney should be a little bit ashamed of themselves that like they could invest so much money in a project and like have like so like countless artists work on a project and like make something and then they just decide it like it's like it's as if it never existed. I think that's a really like yeah. insulting thing to do on an artistic level. And I don't really care how much money is being lost or not made back or anything. It's like you just like don't do that to people. You know what I mean? And like, I know I'm talking at a corporation, but that is kind of like where I land on it, you know? Yeah. The, the other part of it too is uh, honestly, how much does it cost them to keep it on platform? Like yeah. they nuked it in less than a year. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. It left a bad taste in my mouth with how they handled that situation, regardless of my personal feelings on the show. Right. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And there's, and also like, it's not giving it really any room to grow, you know, not everything is an immediate hit. And also most yeah. things like, I mean, never underestimate the power of a cult following, like cult followings have proven to make money, money for franchises. And like, you can't, you can't have that kind of future investment if there isn't like a, a risk of like trying to create a cult following, you know what I mean? The, the Willow fandom really was bubbling up. You know what I mean? I, 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 I've never been a part of a fandom that like named itself. Like people, like people in the Willow fandom, like they came up with a name for themselves. And like, it was just like crazy. And it was so cool to see that. And I think that, and I don't know, I, I, I noticed sort of like numbers going up in terms of how many people I saw talking about Willow online and like how much of a fandom was building around it. Um, but again, there's not, when you cut the air supply, there's not, you know, it can't grow much further than it did when they just take it off. And I told you, yeah, I told you before we started recording, like my wife was like closet nerd. Mm -hmm. And that was part of the reason I stopped watching. It was just not, the show was not for her. She was just yeah. not into it. She has a tight, like, I told you, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, 
Vikings right. is another show we watched together. Ooh, love Vikings. Um, this was just not her thing. Yeah. So that's why it stopped. I would have went back and finished it. And if there was a future seasons, I probably would have watched more. Right. You know, again, not my favorite show, but high fantasy is just kind of my thing. So yeah. I would have been all about it. Um, but I, I just like, yeah, I agree with you. They just pulled the plug way too quick. And I think it didn't give it a chance to, you know, sprout and, and get wings. There's so many shows that did not do well the first season that came back, you know, with a vengeance yeah. in future seasons. You mentioned cult followings. Evil Dead is like one of the first things that comes to mind. It was mm-hmm. a box office flop. Mm-hmm. And it's like mm-hmm. they've conventions dedicated to just Evil Dead now. <laughs> yes. Um, so just shows you the, the power in it. And I did, you know, there were some characters that I wasn't a fan of, but overall, I liked most of the characters. I thought they were interesting and I wanted to know more about them and understand the journey. What's his face was my favorite. Now I have to look up his name. Uh, big guy, Borman. Borman was intrigued the hell out of me, and I wanted, yeah. and I liked the pieces that were being put together. And now I can't really figure out what happens at the end with him. And um, I will say that show it ended strong. Like I could admit where its faults, it ended strong. It stuck that landing so hard, and it was pretty fun to watch. It was a really really fun watch. So yeah, I'm right. I was right at the part where you found out that um, the one girl is sisters with the girl that we just met. Oh yeah. Um, See like that that's tribe. when it starts really cooking. Yeah. 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 And now well, I do have know. them downloaded if you ever want them, but I don't know if how glam, how, how interested you are, but if you ever Ooh. need them, you know where to find them. <laughs> you should burn what them on discs and then just like keep yeah. them in like in a time capsule. I should, what I already put it? the finale on the VHS. Yes. I'll just send you, just send you a Google drive. Like, yeah. Okay. That's fine too. <laughs> I really like the VHS. Like, yeah. But then you have to go find a VCR. And True. like, good luck trying to find a VCR now. You go to Goodwill. This right here a is a is a my TV, my RCA TV right here. No way, I've been playing, you have one. Okay, yes, because I have two. <gasps> one for VHS. This one has DVD. But I've been playing. I'm going to start playing um, some of my old Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color games through the GameCube, which connects to the TV screen. So, yep. and I'm going to start streaming some of those. So that'll be really, really, really fun. Oh, are you gonna fun. do like over the like over the shoulder like camera to capture the TV or no no because like I have like I have like a digital output so I can also pick it up through game capture from the GameCube. Oh, I see you're splitting it. Okay. Yeah. 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 I gotta, but I, gotta. I also like, the... will have this. In you're just gonna screen. have the full retro experience. Yes. Yes. God, I yeah. love that so much yeah. for you. That's so yeah, cool. Thank you. I'm excited. Super excited. Yeah. Um, I'm let let us know when you start that. I would like to. I will. Yeah. I will. The nostalgia. Sure. Are you gonna stream what? it on YouTube? Yeah, I'm going to stream on YouTube, and I think I'm going to start with, well, I'm going to do some um, some Game Boy Advance games first, but then I really want to get to this game called Chibi Robo. I don't know if anyone has heard of it. It's on GameCube. It was like an independent title, and it's it talk about cult following. Chibi Robo has a cult following. So what that's all is this, It's really dude? great. Oh, my God. He's so cute. He's it's just like this little robot, cool. and he like plugs into the wall and helps do household chores, and it's Aww. good. Really he's like a little piston game. with arms. He's adorable. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me for some reason of Unravel. It, yes. You're right. It does yes. have an Unravel there has vibe. a flavor. Yeah. So yeah. when you roll over Chibi Robo on like on the Google homepage, the first thing is this little girl wearing this frog helmet <laughs> thing with a with a pink hat. I have no idea what's going on here. Mm-hmm. All right. I can yep. see why it has a cult following. Yeah, exactly. There's really yeah. iconic imagery in it and stuff. Yeah. 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 The only bit of Star Wars news that was available, besides the fact that they're wrapping one of the graphic, um, it's not graphic novel yet, it will be when it's complete, but one of the comic book series for the High Republic, is Kathleen Kennedy's comments on what the hell this Ray movie is going to be. How did she do this to So, a lot of interesting information. Number one, she used the word reboot which drove me a little mad. It was an interesting word she choice. She said, it's a reboot of sorts. And I'm like, what does that mean? I don't know if you know the meaning of that word, Kathleen. That's no. So essentially, they're moving away from the first order story and they're going to focus on Ray's promise to Luke for to rebuild the order. So that's the gist. That's not a reboot. No, I know. I think she just honestly, my take on it is she used that word in an effort to sort of like give people like people who might not have been happy with the sequels, like hope that 
like it's not Exit gonna it. like be super I think she's trying to distance herself she needs to work sequels. with a PR team I feel like re-energize you know like yeah. let's regroup yeah. you know like I feel like re-energized re yeah. would be a great yeah. word to use instead of I let's agree. reboot Star Wars because yes. in my head that makes it sound like Ray is gonna jump to an alternate timeline Oh like that God, makes me I feel like the whole right. like veil of the force thing was gonna happen because oh, no, like no, if you just no. said right if you just said kathleen kennedy says the reboot's gonna happen in my head that means veil of the force ray jumps through she kills anakin right off the rip <laughs> oh god no it, it's like the it's like the tiktoks where it's like it's um it's obi-wan or it's qui-gon and anakin running in in the sand and darth maul comes and he kills anakin and it just goes <laughs> credits directed by george <laughs> like that's it like star wars is over like <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you laugh so hard as when the first time I said that to you. It was so good. <laughs> because because really, if you think about it, like if Qui-Gon would have just tripped, like if Qui-Gon <laughs> would have tripped on a rock, it would have been over. Like that's over. that would have been it. Everything would have been done. Palpatine would have wouldn't have risen to power. There's um, another one where they go to arrest Palpatine and Anakin doesn't turn on him and they actually arrest Palpatine and then it's just <laughs> directed by George Lucas. <laughs> over. Yeah, I, I love those. I love alternate endings for Star Wars. It's so good. Well, you might be getting one apparently with the reboot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who, who knows? I don't, I mean, I don't think it does the same thing, so we'll see. They have to make I, it palatable for the casual fan and the casual fan has doesn't have a damn clue of the words we're using right now to like justify no, an really, alternate sure. universe. Yeah. You know, again, I go back to my wife. They have to make a movie that my wife will sit and watch and understand, yes. just like Agreed. they did with Mandalorian, just like they did with Obi-Wan. You know, the the more broad stuff is for books, it's for comics, it's yep. for um, you know, the anim animated series seems to be where they like to experiment. So, the movie has to be palatable, so I don't think it's all her timeline. I do think Chase is right that she's just trying to accentuate the fact that like we're moving on yeah very yeah, much moving so. forward yeah. i agree um so her exact words are i think what's always great about star wars is it's a big galaxy we're coming off what was a major war with the first order now ray has made a promise to luke and that's really the core of where we're going and what the story will be and i think it offers just tremendous opportunity to introduce new characters and start with something fresh because we culminated with what George was creating, and now we take all of that and move it to the next chapter. Mm -hmm. So, what I'm I think worried about and hoping for at the same time is like I think that politics not being like injected and a part of the sequel trilogy was a huge detriment to Star Wars because the politics are a huge part of the original and prequel trilogy, and like I hope that like. There's, I don't think there, I think the big bad can be like whatever. Like, I do like the idea of kind of boiling it down to like relationships, like with Ray and with Luke and with promises made and like responsibility on Ray's shoulders about Jedi Order and everything like that. But I kind of love the idea of them like pulling from some of like old scrapped political sort of like narratives that like George had written down about like if he was ever going to make other movies, like just kind of like leaning into politics side a little bit, because that's a really beautiful way to introduce new characters. I think in a really compelling way. We've seen that through shows like Andor. So I really hope that they kind of go with um go with a political flair. I mean, or just like, you know, Star Wars, you know, war yeah. politics. So I hope they do that. We were so close to getting a fuck the empire for the first time. Oh my ever. God. I know. So close. I told my, my, my wife just watched that like a month or two ago. She was like, that was, that's the best star Wars I've ever seen. It's I was like, incredible. everyone agrees with you that watches yeah. it. It's just getting people to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I like that my big thing and this itch may get scratched with acolyte. I am mm. so desperate for dark side again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. I feel like we've just abandoned yes. that concept and we're just like, yes. it's a mystery. It's, it's a, da, 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 da. And I'm like, no, give me Sith. Mm -hmm. Like Old Republic, I, I've played that game, all of them, MMO included, ad nauseum at this point. Like, I just want Sith. So yeah. I'm hoping there's an element of like a Darth Crate, who in Legends was post Luke. And I, like that, it doesn't have to be him. Yeah, but characters that are are of the dark side and not just like our inquisitors, not yeah. our whatever is happening in Ahsoka where they could be dark Jedi. Like I want goddamn Sith back in the picture. Like yeah. evil. I'm here to harm people and do terrible things. Yeah, you know. So 
I do love the politics side because the new Republic has really shown its colors, especially in, um, uh, what show was it? Was it Andor? No. What show it was all, all, Oh, it was Mandalorian. Yeah. With all oh, the requisitions. Yeah. 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 It shows how disorganized, like that show, that season really set up the fact that like, Oh my God, the new Republic's a mess. No wonder yeah. this, the first order just waltzes back in. Yeah. Um, so I want to see more of that because you know it didn't fix any like it's going to be bureaucratic bs you know that they're combating and whatnot Leia's dead so she was probably the only thing that was keeping you know sanity in there mm -hmm. um so i'm with you but i need that dark side element now acolyte may scratch that itch for me and i might not need it as bad once that is over but like i feel like we're desperate to get back to like the mysticism the darkness the yeah. like core band like that we i feel like we just abandoned that and we're just waiting for it to happen again well with with ray specifically i think that it would be smart to to kind of dip a little bit into dark side stuff because she i mean the whole confrontation with herself on dark ray and everything like that and her experience with kylo to ben and dark to light light to dark to, to back to light like all of that to me i don't think there's any way she can keep her promise to luke without addressing dark side dark sides of the or using the force you know in a dark side way or dark sides of the force and so i think that i think that that's totally possible i think that it would be i would think it'd be surprising if there wasn't dark-sided stuff in that in that film we're also ray is not the main character that was confirmed as well oh so, that was confirmed yeah so mm -hmm. there's that makes it very interesting she's only apparently like in 30 percent of the movie or something like that and i mean they're still writing it so that could change but so yeah. who the heck are they going to use I know new characters, <laughs> but then you also have Ray. That's so interesting to me. I feel like they need Ray to justify the new characters because everyone we know is now dead except Chewie. I really wish they well, would have just done that. And, and Finn and um, Poe. Finn and Poe will yeah. be in it one hundred percent. Yeah, they yeah. right. They have to be. I wish they would have just sure done like the ninth Jedi thing. Would not shock me if if R two and C three PO are now rolling with Ray. Yes. 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 So, I mean, but that's all we know. Everyone else is gone, dead, or off doing something else. Mm -hmm. So, we'll see. I've yes, I've Tim. never been more nervous for a Star Wars project. I'll say I'll say that, and that's saying a lot. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I we'll see. I, I, my philosophy is is that I hope they have learned from the past. Now. They're never going to make everybody happy, but there is no. an element of the, 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 you know, the shitty fandom that just, you can abandon what they want because even if you give them what they want, they're still going to be gonna hate miserable. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So appeal to, you know, the IP in a way that kids can enjoy it. Cause we always need that. You know, Freddie said it best when he's like at his core, star Wars is for kids. Mm -hmm. yes. Um, and that, and it's multi-generational. I've said this on the show numerous times. Like it's it's one of the only IPs in the world that my eight-year-old and my seven-year-old uncle and me at 40, we can all enjoy simultaneously. Yeah. It's one of the that. only IPs that exist. And we can't abandon that. You know, we can make dark stories like Acolyte and you know, they've they've done we've had fun with it, and that's cool. But at its core, a movie needs to be multi-generational for everyone right. to enjoy. So appeal to that. And then appeal to the hardcore fans. Give us the thing, the little things that we ask for. Just sprinkle them throughout the movie. Let us enjoy, you know, where you're sitting with your your significant other, and you're like, oh my god. And they're like, what? What happened? I'm like, it's the thing they just said, or the evidence. Oh, you don't even know. So, you know, as long as they follow that playbook, it's not yeah. hard. Like, just don't screw it up. And, and put yeah. people in charge that care. Look what happened when they put John and Dave and and you know Taika and all these people in charge and and um, Deborah. Yeah. Well, oh my God. I love great Deborah content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bryce I mean, Dallas Howard is my favorite. Oh Bryce my God. Bryce Dallas Howard. And also, yeah, Leslie Edland is going to do an amazing job with the Acolyte. So, yeah. Very like, excited. What other show? I was reading up on Leslie and she did another show that I liked, I think. Yeah. She did. Um, she did. She did. She did. did she do she did a Russian doll. doll. Would, yeah. Yeah. And she was involved in Cloverfield. Those were the two that I was. Yes. Like, yeah. Okay. Right. Yep. So she has my interest. Plus, it's it's again, it's a dark side story. So, yeah. I'm what are what's your take on what that is? Like Tim and I think 
it is fallen or curious Jedi that will go searching for things they shouldn't be searching mm, for. That's yeah. our take. Ooh, on it. What do you think? I love that so much. I'm awful at speculation. I will say I love that. I love the idea of them just sort of like being curious and sort of slipping. Um, I don't know. Honestly, you guys, I haven't thought much about the plot. I'm just like obsessed with like the visuals that leaked, which I pretend not to see so. it. Um, but they look amazing. And uh, the 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 cast is great. So I'm mm. I'm sort of like, what I'm hoping for is like really diving into like the internal struggle and angst that we got from a character like Anakin Skywalker, which I do find to be very compelling about him. Um, I really want to kind of get back to that in terms of star in, in relationship to star wars you know it's also a huge reason again why i think survivor hit for me is because like cal is having a hard time you know he's just angst i don't know that angst i think is is what i think really i find exciting in terms of like the force and how to use it and how best to approach it and with them being so early on in terms of like the bigger jedi jedi timeline i think that they have a lot to play with that i'm just hoping that they I want them to get messy. You know what I mean? I want them to get messy and trying to figure it out yeah. for sure. I, that's the show to do it in. It's, yes. You know, I, I my, again, I'm never going to be right. And I'm not the type of person that when I don't get what I want, I'm going to be like, that's shit. Right. It's more, you know, I could totally see finding something either on a planet in the archives, somewhere, something that you're not supposed to have Sith holocron, something. And that, it's written by, you know, it's a throwback to the old Republic. So it might be a Sith that we already knew mm. that isn't canonized yet. Mm -hmm. Like that would be such a good start. And then if it ends with Plagueis, like Ooh. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> sure. The you know, there has to be a familiar, there has to be some familiar name or face in this journey. Mm -hmm. We don't, the average person does not know the high Republic. So even right. if characters from the books and the comics that we know show up, great, cool. They're now immortalized in live action as, you know, that person. I still think you need, obviously Yoda is going to be in it there. I have no doubt that Yoda yeah. and, and Yaddle potentially. Ooh, will be in it. yeah. I, I have no doubt. Cause I don't know if you've read. Yaddle, need, Yaddle needs a comeback. Cataclysm. But Yaddle is, is one of the main characters in Cataclysm. Oh, I haven't read that. No. Okay, good to know. Yeah, Yaddle is big in Cataclysm. It's very fun. Yaddle, yeah. Yaddle in Cataclysm is great because she sounds like the most annoyed like grandmother or aunt <laughs> taking care of her Padawan. That is awesome. She's like, okay, I'll go take care of it. It's just <laughs> amazing. Yaddle's sick of it, and she's still got 300 more years of being a Jedi. Um, so... Uh, I could see them 100% making an appearance uh, and it would be the yeah. first time we see them younger too. Yes. That'd be so fun. So that, but I feel like you need some weight to it, especially on the dark side and like what's out there. And they've, they've alluded to the fact, you know, the Sith survived. Yeah. Somehow between Darth Bane and, you know, whatever the Canon story is in there when we get to Plagueis and all them. So it could be Tenebris who was Plagueis's master who knows, but mm -hmm. they got to give us something in that. Yeah. It's more than just talking to ghosts. Mm -hmm. um, Agreed. And my other big thing is, please take us to Korriban. Please. Mm -hmm. Please. I want, I am dying to see, uh, what's it called? It's called the Valley of the, Valley of the something Lords. Valley of the. Edge Lords. Sith Lord. That's, no, that's your version of the planet. Oh, Valley of the Sith right. Lords. No, Valley of the Dark Lords. My bad. Yeah. Valley of the Dark Lords. I'm dying to see the Valley of the Dark Lords. In yes, I also would love some Night Sister representation in that show. It's a perfect show <gasps> yes, for Night Sisters. That's all I want. That is like that's my wish list for well, Acolyte. For and and that would be great because then they can really start talking about how like Townsend uses like her magic versus yeah. like how is the magic different from like just the dark, dark side, side of the Force. Yeah, and that could yeah that could pique the interest for sure. Yeah. Very we'll be making so. Venn diagrams at that point. It's like dark side. <laughs> magic. Nice, magic. Magic. Yeah. Ability. Yeah, it'd be a whole thing. I'm here for it, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really the, cool the future's bright. I mean, we got Ahsoka coming up too. Uh, please, God, not the first week of GCX, if you can make that happen for me. Thanks. Um, but we got Ahsoka coming up too. And, and um, Skeleton Crew, I don't think I know enough to be like rah-rah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I'm yeah, not agreed. the biggest Jude Law fans, but really? Yeah, That's fair. That's fair. Okay. I'm just not. I really not enjoy my... him in movies. Maybe it's because I, I don't know. It, I think it's because his accent. He's you just sound. Yeah. So... He's got that hypnotizing effect. Just, yeah. He's got he just that really fancy accent. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds fancy. We'll the future is bright. Like there's so much to look forward to, but now is when you know you want to get nerdy and speculate and hope and then the show comes out and it's nothing like you thought it's nothing even with like andor ever. yeah oh we, yeah we, oh yeah we called the theme we were like it's gonna be like mission impossible type you know theme and it wasn't 100 percent like that but it was pretty spot on but like you said i did not expect them to go so heavy on the political yes. and the e um you know the social overtones which i thought added so much substance by the, the end of that show, you were on. so on board. Yeah, you were ready to club some stormtroopers <laughs> in the head and like run through the streets. Like, I mean, like it know? was like oddly enough, it was perfect timing because it happened as the the Russian invasion of Ukraine was going yes, on. That was a so wild like time. so yes. like it was like almost like you were kind of experiencing the same thing, but like in the Star Wars universe at the same yeah. time, and like mm -hmm. you know, like the whole idea of you know the Empire being based off of you know a fascist regime. You know, like you really got to witness it and you got to really see it. Like it was really like it was very almost empowering. You're like, yeah, fuck those guys. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I completely I completely agree. I think Ahsoka is gonna be really interesting because it's like the first time we're getting a character that was really just developed over through animation yeah. through um through a show in live action. You know what I mean? Like we have like live action shows have like had like, you know, the cameos and everything like that. But this is a character that we she has been like developed from from beginning to where she is now yeah. through animation. And I wonder how that's going to translate. I just find it. I have like, I really am not excited for that show, but I'm not, not excited for that show. I'm just sort of like interested. I'm like, this will be weird and interesting. You know, Ahsoka is one of my favorite characters in everything in that kind of shocks me when I say it out loud. Cause I don't know. It's just not someone I ever thought I would say that about. It was always, yeah. you know, it was very into old Republic back in the day. So <laughs> You know, I'd start sprouting off like the Keldromas or something, you know, whatever. But she's really grown on me and yeah. bringing her into live action and the way her story has been woven into the saga in a way that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, mm -hmm. she was created after, so it had to be put in there, you know. And then when we got to, was it Book of Boba? It was Book of Boba Fett when we saw her with Luke. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and she goes, I'm a friend of the family. It's just like, oh, that's my God, awesome line. tears. Oh, such a good line. Because you've so been good. on the journey with the family and you finally yeah. get something out of it for that. And it was like, oh, my God. Yes, yeah. you are. You know, <laughs> and then people were making those TikTok videos and, and you know, getting you all teary eyed, you know, showing everything that they've been through. Yes. I remember the one. The one ended with them on Mortis with uh, Obi-Wan going, you know, like, as long as we stick together, nothing bad will ever happen to us. And I'm like, God Ooh, damn it. I saw that one. Yep. Yeah. So it was, it was that and Ahmed Best were probably my two moments uh, in the recent Star Wars where I was like, <laughs> you go, you go, man. Oh, God, that just, uh, that one got me. That got me good because I knew immediately who that was when that door slid yeah. open. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh my god we're doing oh we're doing this okay it was, I, my I, I so much joy and emotion just welled up inside me oh man and he was just cutting them down and i was like oh yeah that was god. fierce yep yeah that was a great moment in star wars history and the internet was like arms wide open they're like come on let's do this buddy yeah your redemption arc <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah. there's so many other people now that i think deserve like jake lloyd is another one i think really deserves a redemption arc yeah now. yeah like he he that poor kid is because that's like tr trauma from yeah. being young anakin yeah from the terrible people we talked about earlier like he deserves his moment now in my if he wants to obviously he might not want yeah. to but so we'll see but chase it's always a pleasure getting to talk to you yeah, i think we should too. do this again in a few months because 100 percent we just have fun. And since you say yes to us, we're probably just going to ask more often. <laughs> That's perfect. So. We can talk about Ahsoka. <laughs> That's fine. That's, <laughs> I love it. Um, but uh, let folks know where they can find you, uh, your YouTube. Uh, like I said, I was catching up on some videos today. And now that you're talking about <gasps> retro streaming, you have my interest. So let, let, let us know where folks can find you. 
Um, you can find me on YouTube. I'm that gay Jedi on YouTube and also Instagram at AKA that gay Jedi. And yes, I'll definitely keep you posted on the retro gaming. Please. Hopefully, hopefully it yeah. goes over well. I'm, I'm excited. Please. And Tim, I'm gonna let Talk you to. promote your socials this week because oh uh, yeah, man, we're everywhere, dude. We are in the uh, we're in the multiverse of streams, but yeah, we're streaming over on uh, on YouTube now. Uh, we're also like we're streaming on Facebook and and TikTok, uh, but we're, like we've been really pushing YouTube pretty hard, and that's that's been going really really well. Um, very very happy with that. But it's starting to sport tonight everywhere, so we're going live uh, Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. on TikTok, YouTube, and on Facebook. So. Don't worry, I'm still there to rile you up, no matter. Dude, what it's crazy. Happens. No, but it, like, it's really cool. TikTok live streams are awesome. They're really fun. Uh, very, very cool. YouTube is neat, and you know, Facebook is Facebook. So, <laughs> <laughs> he said it, not me. Uh, and everything I do, uh, rarejob.co. You can catch up on old episodes of Star Wars and Scotch as well. Rate, review, subscribe. It helps us out immensely. So please, please leave comments, even if you disagree with us. Just be respectful, and we are totally fine with you disagreeing with us just be respectful that's it that's it. it's not a hard concept that's it we can have fun conversations and disagree and jokingly take jabs but just be respectful uh but i'm kevin exhibition on twitter kmagic101 on instagram i don't check social media that much so don't expect an answer immediately um uh, sure. but we are star wars and scotch chase once again thank you so much for joining us it's always a pleasure to have you on we love talking to you and catching up and and talk about stuff so we're gonna talk about Ahsoka with you in a few months uh thank you, but Tim, thank you so much may the force uh, be with you always yeah that's the thing see ya <laughs> say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill